Welcome into A to Z Sports. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are powered by BetMGM. Uh, make sure you follow us all over the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. And we got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show and they help you guys out. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. Got a workout in yesterday. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride out in Lebanon. Check them out at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic, orthopedic and sports medicine care, BoneAndJointTN.org. So, Zach, the title of today's show is that other teams are getting a taste of what the Titans have struggled with the last couple of off-seasons. So I'll let you start this. What have the Titans struggled with the last couple of off-seasons? What has been a recent issue the Titans have not been able to tackle? Football besides guys. Third down, besides third down defense. Football guys. That's what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have been preaching since they've restructured and been building this Super Bowl window, which they are currently in, is we want to build this roster on football guys. Guys that are passionate, hard-nosed, physical, Tough, smart individuals, team first mentality, love ball. Well, Isaiah Wilson, the results are in. He don't love ball. He's not even playing ball. <laughs> so big first round pick, big bust. You had Kevin Dodd years ago. John Robinson's probably first worst pick and he's had a lot of good picks so like we, we talk about good and bad the man da- drafted Derrick Henry who's the best running back in the NFL so this is not just a slash campaign but Kevin Dodd a second round pick out of Clemson didn't love football he no longer is in the league either that's a big deal and they have to target these guys who love football and they've struggled with that Vic Beasley another guy who doesn't show up when he needs to and then all of a sudden doesn't finish the year on the roster after signing a $9 million contract. So this now has trickled, I think, throughout the NFL. You've got to find guys that love ball. And here's the big one, right? We're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence and Austin. You're going to explain to the people exactly what happened in this situation. But we saw the Indianapolis Colts have to completely shift their franchise because Andrew Luck didn't love ball anymore. He was not willing to continue because what football did to his body and his life, and that really derailed their Super Bowl window. They had to reset with Jacoby Brissett. Now they're shifting to Carson Wentz, but this is a massive decision. This right here is the biggest pick in Jacksonville Jaguars history. It is. It's not the first pick they got in the expansion, Jared. Tony Baselli, this is the biggest pick in their franchise's history, and it has something to do with the Titans because they're in the AFC South. Well, yeah, Urban Meyer came out of uh, pseudo-retirement because of Trevor Lawrence. Now, so Dom says, comparing Beasley and Wilson to Lawrence, nah, guys. And he says, we're really doing this, LOL. Like, that, calm down there, Dom. Like, th- this is a massive story because Trevor Lawrence did this. Now, people take things out of context all the time because that's what human beings do, but Trevor Lawrence did this. So let me just go read you the comments from Sports Illustrated's article published last week uh, from Trevor Lawrence. 
quote, it's not like I need it, football, for my life to be okay. I want to do it because I want to be the best I can be. I want to maximize my potential. Who wouldn't want to? You kind of waste it if you don't. It's hard to explain that because I want people to know that I'm passionate about what I do and it's really important to me, but I don't have this huge chip on my shoulder that everyone's out to get me and I'm trying to prove everybody wrong. I just don't have that. I can't manufacture that. I don't want to manufacture that. So that's from Trevor Lawrence on Sports Illustrated. I think this has been overblown by everybody who has commented about how Trevor Lawrence doesn't like football or doesn't love football enough. So Trevor Lawrence got a lot of blowback because of really the first line of that quote. It's not like I need it for my life to be okay. And then I don't have a chip on my shoulder. Those are the two things that got pulled out of the entire article that was written about Trevor Lawrence that everybody freaked out about. And oh my God, he doesn't love football and he's about to get a bunch of guaranteed money uh, uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars, man. I want number one overall draft pick, all this superstardom and all this. So Trevor Lawrence comes out on Twitter in a three-part thread. Says it seems that many people are misreading my state, my sentiment. I'm internally motivated. I love football as much or more than anyone. It's a huge priority in my life. Obviously, I'm driven to be the best I can be and to maximize my potential and to win. I have a lot of confidence in my work ethic. I love to grind and chase my goals. You can ask anyone who has been in my life. That being said, I'm secure in who I am and what I believe. I don't need football to make me feel worthy as a person. I purely love the game, everything that comes with it, the work, the team, the ups, the downs. I'm a firm believer in the fact that there's a plan for my life and called me the best I can be in whatever I'm doing. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. So Zach, Trevor Lawrence says, I don't need football. I, I like who I am. I love football, but I don't need it. And your reaction to that is what? Why are you doing a TED Talk? Well, because he said what he said in Sports Illustrated to begin with. I know. Why are you doing a TED Talk? So this, this leads us to our question of the day. Is this something or nothing? Okay. Austin eloquently has just told you the story. SI quotes. Trevor Lawrence goes to Twitter for his tech talk, which I actually think is hilarious. You know, the, the ending, the, the kind of laugh at yourself joke. It was good. Very good. Is this something or is this nothing? The, the, the whole thing regarding Trevor Lawrence of his first statements and then him coming out to clarify his first statements. Is this something or nothing? Comment in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter and Twitch, and we will read your answers. Very curious about what the chat's going to say. All right, Zach, I will uh, tell everybody first about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Maybe you know you need to work out, but you don't love weights. You don't love lifting, but Mandu can make it easy on you. So if you go do one 15-minute workout at Mandu, you simulate five-plus hours in the weight room. It's a great way to be efficient, to save time, use your energy in the right way, and really build those muscles because Mandu's full-body electronic muscle stimulation targets all of those muscle fibers and takes away any stress on your joints. It's a great way to get fit. If you're older, if you've got pre-existing injuries, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're in shape, out of shape, young, old, 
You've got it. Mandu is for you. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Bet MGM. Download the app today. Promo code ATOZ Sports. We'll talk about win totals later. Bet MGM's win totals uh, for the NFL and the AFC South. But download the app today. Take part and have fun. Austin and I have been really enjoying using the Bet MGM app each day. We text each other on the side. We talk about it on the show. Who you betting on? What's your parlay boost? What's your free bet? It has really been a fun fun thing that we've we've been doing over the last couple of months they are the title sponsors support them like you support this show download the app and use that promo code atoz sports all right zach i'm gonna go to the comment section we've simply asked trevor's lawrence comments about not needing football is it something or nothing jeff says it's something or it's nothing lol rob says it's pathetic he had to come out and clarify what he said charles says to me it's something g-man all caps nothing uh Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Slow news day. Absolutely nothing. Ed, nothing. Um, Mark says absolutely nothing. A lot of people say absolutely nothing. So they're very <laughs> adamant about it's that. It's more absolutely. than nothing. They're absolutely. saying absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Uh, Omar says it could be great uh, for the Titans in the AFC South. Danny says nothing at all. Nothing, nothing. Um, nothing from Boogie, nothing. Something from Steven because a few years of injuries and Trevor Lawrence will become the new Andrew Luck. Zach, what is your opinion? I've read a lot of comments. The majority of them are flat-out nothings. But, Zach, what's your feeling on this? So, I am not a nothing guy. I am a something on this. Now, I don't think it is a massive something, but I also do not believe that it's absolutely nothing. So, it's a small deal? (laughs) Yeah, it is a deal. If we were to cross our questions, right? Big deal, small deal, no deal, or something of nothing. You are a small deal guy. Yeah, I'm, this is a small deal, but it still is a deal to me. And here is why. Trevor Lawrence, young young man that has really been at the forefront of football for some time in his life, right? Now, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder because he's been the number one pick the last couple of years. Like, we've all known that about Trevor Lawrence. Right. He was the number one guy coming out of high school. I remember, me, I remember going on 24-7 sports seeing the first picture of this guy I'd be like, who's Sunshine? Oh, damn, he's good at football. I started yeah. looking at his highlight reels, and I started looking at his stats in high school. So we've known about Trevor Lawrence for some time. But I believe that this is something because he shouldn't have to clarify. If you are so comfortable in who you are, tell everybody to go F themselves, be silent, and just go about your work. It's not like there's a question of whether the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to draft him or not. It doesn't matter nobody's nobody opinion matters that I think that is the biggest part of this Trevor Lawrence you don't have to do PR because you're going to be the number one pick if you go in you live your life you do what you do we don't need a TED talk from you but he chose to here's the other reason why it could be something bigger so Trevor Lawrence number one overall pick he's going to a franchise that historically has not produced winning seasons that's not a good franchise players notoriously have left and been disgruntled Calais Campbell leaves we all know about Jalen Ramsey want to get the hell out of there AJ Boye wanted to leave after he's signing his big contract this is a trend based on the franchise the fan base is not very good down in Duval they because they're a very good team I think when they win just like a fan base they come running but they have not won consistently. And here's another small caveat. 
Look, Trevor Lawrence is a young man. I mean, how old is Trevor Lawrence? Uh, 22, maybe. Young guy who just got married. He's starting his life, which congratulations to Trevor Lawrence. I think that's a great thing. Found, hopefully, the love of his life early on in age. But probably trending to possibly, I don't want to put anything or, or overstep, but possibly trending to start a family earlier than most. I'll take myself, for example. I'm 33 going on 34. I'm not married or have kids. It's just my life. That's okay. Trevor Lawrence is not like that. If you do have kids, this is what I have heard. I do not have a son or daughter. Your life changes, right? Just tucks, right? Just tucks. Right? Just good yeah, boy just, tuck. just, I got a good boy in there uh, named Tuxedo. He's a very good boy. But when you have children, your life changes. That is obvious. That is truth. Your priorities change, too. And I take the Andrew Luck, for example. Andrew Luck, that was a big reasoning behind his retirement speech. I remember it. I sat there and listened to it, and I believed him. The injuries and the ups and downs also played a part. But I want a guy, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have to draft Trevor Lawrence. You have to. Oh, yeah. You have, there, there's want. not that question. Right. But I want a guy who's all in. Trevor Lawrence may be, but there also could be a portion of his life that he starts to really think and say, what is this to me? He's going to get paid. He'll, he's going to be a millionaire here very, very shortly, right? But he's going to a franchise who notoriously does not help their players, right? So there are some things stacking up. Trevor Lawrence, I believe, will be a generational talent, be a great quarterback. But I do think because of this little situation, this is a little something. Okay. All right. I think the only something to this, because my answer to this question is the Trevor Lawrence not need football uh, comments or something or nothing. I overall answer nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just like a bunch of people said, absolutely nothing. But the only something to it is Trevor Lawrence learning a lesson in PR and in your words will get spun in every direction that you did not mean them to go. Right. Uh, there was Darrell Casey, uh, infamously banned talking to a certain reporter in the net in the Titans locker room because that reporter spun Jarrell Casey's words about Derrick Henry not showing up uh, to voluntary OTAs because he was finishing his degree. Remember that? So that reporter was exiled from Jarrell Casey's locker for the rest of Jarrell Casey's time in Tennessee. So the only something is Lawrence learning that lesson and you have to be so calculated and careful with what your wor words absolutely mean, right? The only thing that pisses me off about the Trevor Lawrence comments of not needing football is what happened to Trevor Fields, or I'm sorry, Justin Fields, two weeks ago when Dan Orlovsky went on the Pat McAfee show and was saying somebody else's opinions anonymously on the Pat McAfee show about Justin Fields not wanting to be great and Justin Fields isn't the first guy in, last guy out, right? That pissed me off because Justin Fields as a black quarterback and the stigma that comes with black quarterbacks is BS about what Orlovsky said from that anonymous source. So now two weeks later, here comes Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I don't have a chip on my, my shoulder. I don't need it. I don't have to. I'm comfortable with who I am. So if that was Justin Fields who said that, he would have been eviscerated in NFL draft media and in, in overall NFL media. But neither people need to need to have reactions like that. Like if you look at the two individuals in college football who had the most impact, the two players who had the most impact 
on college football being played were Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Both of those guys were driving the ship with all of their teammates and colleagues of college football players behind them saying, we want to play through this COVID season. And so the only thing that pisses me off is how Justin Fields was treated two weeks ago for the same stuff. This is absolutely nothing for both Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. They're both insanely good quarterback prospects. I think they'll both have solid success in the NFL. Will they win a Super Bowl? I have no idea. But these guys are good quarterback prospects and are fine, and they love football enough, but they also are human beings who care about other things other than football, just like we all should. I, I personally, I never, it never crossed my mind on that theory of what you just said about Justin Fields. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I think there is something to that. Uh, that that never crossed my mind in, in the in the race conversation. But I think you're right on that, right? I'm like I, 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 I think that what the media would have done with that would have been different, and. That's not how it should be, but you know, again, life is not how it should be. So I, I think I still think that there is. Austin, is there, if I is told you, reason, I'll, I'll reason, ask you this real quick. No, 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 let me ask you this, Austin. If I told you that Trevor Lawrence, after his rookie deal, decided he didn't love football and left Jacksonville because they hadn't really done anything with him, Urban Meyer turned out to be Nick Saban and left and went back because he couldn't figure it out. And it just didn't work out. And you know what? Trevor Lawrence is happy not playing football. Would that surprise you at all? A little. That wouldn't like, surprise me. If you told me that Trevor story. Trevor Lawrence was done after five years? Yeah, or so. Uh, five, seven, eight, okay, whatever well, Andrew Luck. The second, well, yeah, the second contract's everything, right? Because you've got, like, who is this guy? Who is the, the first-round quarterback who quit, right? It's Jake Locker. Jake Locker is who you're talking about. But Jake Locker got banged up behind a, a Swiss cheese offensive line. That's the theme, terrible though, management right? and a terrible head coach and said, you know what? I am burnt out and burnouts are real. People get burnt out in things that they used to love. A lot of people in our industry, Zach burn out at an early age because it's not easy. You got to grind. You're not making a bunch of money. You got to work hard and, and stick through it. But a lot of people burn out and said, I'm going to go sell insurance and make a living for my family. But Trevor Lawrence is going to make a boatload of money. He's got all the off-field endorsements. He feels like a fail-proof quarterback prospect because of what he's been touted as the last three years. Jake Locker was not near the quarterback prospect that Trevor Lawrence is. Andrew Luck was unique. He did get a second contract. He had success. And then he had a couple of years of significant injuries where the franchise really hurt him and the franchise did him poorly by how they handled those injuries and that recovery. And that's why he burnt out. But Trevor, I doubt Trevor Lawrence. I would be very surprised if Trevor Lawrence gets through his five years and says, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. A, a big portion of this is success though. On-field success. It's right. fun when you're Tom Brady, <laughs> right? It's fun when you're making the playoffs every year. It's fun when you're winning the Super Bowl. It's fun when all but the Jacksonville Jaguars haven't shown that they could do this. This this entire thing, Austin, is an experiment. Urban Meyer is an experiment. I think it has the makings of thriving, and it could dominate the AFC South for a long, long time. But it is an experiment. And so I take that into account because 
once you start not having success, that's when it starts to become not fun. Nobody loves, and Austin, you and I have been in those locker rooms. I've been in them a, a lot. What the two and eleven in in mid November? Yeah, it sucks. It, it's it, they don't. It's really hard to incentivize players that have already signed a contract are going to get paid in week sixteen. That you know that it doesn't matter, and the franchise kind of wants you to lose. They won't tell you that because they want a better draft pick. Right? We've seen that before. So I, I'm. I don't know what's going to happen. I think that's the best part of it. But I agree with your PR thing. Trevor Lawrence didn't need to say a damn thing. He is who he is. I say what I want. That is a big part about the media. Once the media realizes that you give a damn what they think, they, like sharks, will smell blood in the water. And they constantly will go after that because they will know that you'll tweet about them. Baker Mayfield's a perfect example. The the media knew, Colin Cowherd knew exactly what he was doing when he started to attack Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield easily gets butt hurt over words. That's just who he is. He is, he's one of those dogs that if you, if, if you sit there and you mess with him enough, he's going to bite you, right? And Colin Cowherd just kept messing with him. He just kept messing with him. Trevor Lawrence has got to learn, and this is where I agree with you, Austin, the PR of this. Like, you guys, I, we get, I get DMs saying I'm an idiot all the time, it's, <laughs> it, and it's fine. You you brainless, no good, you SOB, whatever. You black-bearded F-word. I've gotten that quite That was a, bit, a good one. That was right? a good one. So, but the difference is I don't care. I do not care. I don't care at a party what people think about me. I just don't. It's just – it is literally in my makeup. I don't tweet a lot about things because I don't care. That's the, the, the mindset that I think, I'll say this, that I would want as a general manager, I would want a guy like me in the mindset that they don't care, they're concentrating on football, they have a family, they care about things, but they don't pay attention. They <laughs> breaking, don't care. Breaking news. If Zach Bingham was a general manager, he would draft people like himself. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I can, you know what? But it's also hard. I have an ego. You know that, Austin. Yeah. Now, can, I like, you manage, can you manage your own ego with I, your own ego? I mean, I like, that's, well, that's a hell of an inception thing if, right there. If you, if you do your job right, yeah, I won't have a problem with you. But if you start messing up and you start slouching and you don't start showing up, you bet your ass. If you don't do things right, Austin, you know how I work. If you don't do something right, I will say something to you. I will not not say something to you. Right. So that's it's just accountability on all fronts. Fronts. And so Trevor Lawrence, as he grows up, he's 22, as he gets to 25, as he has more life experience, I think he'll learn those things. Yeah, and so, again, like, it was not the author at SI Michael Rosenberg's fault that Trevor Lawrence's comments got taken out of, out of context because the article, if here's the problem with our society, if the article was read, people would say, oh, okay, I get that. That makes a lot of sense. But here's the issue is that a couple people actually read the article and say, let me watch the world burn Joker style and say, I'm going to pull out these quotes uh, without the link to the article for others to read. I'm just going to tweet these quotes and see what happens. And bam, there they go, right? So everybody who read the article is like, okay, why are you guys even discussing this? But the people, majority of human beings don't read the article. They, they, they hit like, they hit retweet, they move on. 
and that's from us knowing the the industry as well. I, I want to pull this out because Ed brings up the comment, and Ed says his honesty is refreshing. I I agree with that, Ed. Right? Like it's refreshing for for like Trevor Lawrence, what he did. He told the truth and what he truly felt, and then he told the truth to clarify what he told the truth about. <laughs> right? He he's an honest guy. Like if you but know Trevor Lawrence the, in the but he actually he has the ability to do that because of how he's perceived. Justin Fields does not have the ability because of how he was perceived. Justin Fields has to fight back with fire. Whenever Dan Olofsky comes out and says that stuff, Justin Fields has to actually go out there and prove the people wrong. Where all Trevor Lawrence has to do send three tweets. Say, Justin Fields didn't do anything after that. Oh, he the, had he he had a lot of people coming to his defense. And that a lot was, of people Justin Fields didn't ask him to do that. Kirk Herbstreit did that on his own and attacked Orlovsky. Justin Fields is actually doing exactly what I would tell him to do, and he's obviously getting good counsel because don't don't pay attention to Dan Orlovsky and those get up fools, those get up junkies. Like, no, come on, don't do what you should do. Do your pro day. Have a second pro day so the 49ers can come and watch you because of scheduling, and you're gonna get drafted. I thought I thought it was interesting. Every quarterback, minus Zach Wilson, has had multiple pro days. Trevor Lawrence, well, Clemson had multiple pro days for Trevor Lawrence because he had a shoulder issue. And then now you got Trey Lance having multiple pro days. Justin Fields has multiple pro days. All these guys are trying to get everybody to come watch him again so all these teams can make it around. I, I did find that interesting. So let's talk about Trevor Lawrence on the field because with all this stuff we've talked about for the last 29 minutes is one thing has not changed. Trevor Lawrence will be the number one player selected in the 2021 NFL Draft on April 29th, uh, 10 days from now. So that will happen. So now, Zach, let's ask the question here because BetMGM, our good friends at BetMGM, set the win totals for the NFL teams. Over or under, six and a half wins for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags in 2021. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. I absolutely love my Sonata. You can love yours. Once you go to Wilson County Hyundai, quick trip down I-40 exit 236. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Check out their inventory today. Check out that brand new 2021 Hyundai Palisade. The full-size SUV. It's got third-row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles. You want GPS? It's got GPS. You want Apple CarPlay? It's got Apple CarPlay. That is a great feature. You walk in, it's like, it's just connected. You just, you are connected to your car. There's nothing better. Your life, your phone, your technology, all of a sudden, it's like a transformer, right? It's like Megan Fox is riding shotgun. That's exactly what it feels like in the 2020 Hyundai Palisade for you or your family. Check out their inventory today at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And Austin is muted, so I'm going to go ahead and unmute him for the second time. Look, again, it's my fault. Hey, that's a trigger button, bro. I know. I I mute for my allergy purposes so you guys don't have to hear me, you know, trying to get myself together while Zach's talking there. But don't forget, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and our title sponsor, about to talk about the NFL win totals. They got great, great NFL draft prop bets up there you can take advantage of. Add an up-and-down weekend, you know, win some, lose some, won a lot on Saturday. I lost a little on Sunday, but that's how it works. Don't forget uh, to download the app, sign up using our code ATOZ Sports, 
And by using that bonus code ATOZ Sports, you get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call a Tennessee red line at 800 889 9789. Here live on a Monday, Zach. What's up? I'm going to go to the comment section, but Jason, on that previous uh, topic, I, and I, I, this is why we do what we do. Jason said, uh, we read headlines and not the actual article to understand yep. what's really going on. That's why we do shows like this, right? To give you that third version to explain the article that we have read <laughs> in a different format, right? Yeah. Because people, I like watching TV. I don't like reading books. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm like everybody else in this world, right? Besides, I don't know, Harvard students. But like that, that, that is what it is. You're absolutely right. The question is over under six and a half wins, 17 game season, season remember, right? That's right. Trevor That's right. Lawrence and the Jags 2021. Ronnie goes under. Joshua says over. I think they go nine and seven. You can't Rob go nine goes, and seven. You're leaving out a game there. You got to yeah. do that new math. <laughs> it's brand new math. Brand you new need math. a nine, seven and one. You can't go nine, seven and one, which the Titans will probably be predicted by Adam Rank to go. Rob, uh, Rob says over. G Man Obey says over. Uh, by not by much, but by seven, not by uh, under for, for Lane, under for Steven. I say under from Danny. Ed goes under, under from Joshua, under from Brent. Six and 10 is likely uh, the best case scenario for them. Dom goes under. Uh, rest in peace, Jaguars from Nate. He's going the under. Josh says they'll get six, none against the Titans. Rashid says seven wins uh you can't go seven wins and under yeah Rashid you can't do that it's ten, <laughs> six and a half seven wins and over uh under Polly Polly D's going for five wins let's see here under uh from uh Gregor man 1855 and Jarvis says seven so he's going over our guy Austin. Rashid our guy Rashid says I wouldn't say six if they added that 17th game. So he says over with the 17th, 17th game. So just to clarify that from Rashid, Zach, I, I think the most popular answer was over from the comments. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel. I think it's going to be over six and a half. I think the 17th game makes the difference. That's why they set the line there. I think it's a really good over under total set uh, by bet MGM, but I go over because I really like, the skill set of the Jags offense. And I think adding Trevor Lawrence will be able to open that up where, you know, the guys they had the last couple of years with Gardner Minshew uh, and some other have been very limited in their ability to get the offense to work with an explosive level. I love LaVisca Chenault. James Robinson as an undrafted rookie last year was a really good running back and a really good find for the Jags. And I like overall what they have on offense and they're going to add and work on defense. And the thing the Jags can do is that they got two first round draft picks. They got number one overall in Trevor Lawrence. They've got another pick later on because of a trade they made. Then guess what? They got the 33rd overall pick too in the second round. So they're going to get a lot of top dudes here in this draft to go along with a good young core. So I say over, and I've said this all off season. I think the Jags could be similar to what the Dolphins were last year. A lot of cap money to spend in free agency and a lot of draft capital to upgrade their talent. I don't think the Jags are knocking on the door of the playoffs. I think they are drastically improved from last season, which they only won one game or whatever. So I think I think seven and ten 
is what I kind of see the Jags going. I think Trevor Lawrence makes that big of a deal. So my gut, based on the experiment of Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, is that it is going to work. Uh, and I, I think that's bad news for the Titans. I think that the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be very good here in three years. Uh, right, I think, but but this year, no, this year, and, and I'll, I'll get to my answer. Okay. I, I there is a, it's just going to be weird with the Jags dominating, and I think at one point the Jags will dominate teams, and so that is something to look forward with. And a number one pick can do that, and a quarterback at that. I got to look at the games to tell you, right? And so I'll tell you winnable games. Now, you, the NFL is different than college football. Like, I know that, you know, Alabama is going to beat the brakes off of, you know, the school of the death and the Everybody blind. Everybody on their schedule. Right, right before the Iron Bowl. But, yeah, I can tell you that. It's hard to look at, you know, compare teams from last year to, to this year. But winnable games. Let's just go through winnable games. I'm not going to talk about the Jags ain't going to beat the Seahawks late in the year. I, I just don't think that's going to happen, right? right. But you got to know who they play. Here are the winnable games that I think the Jags could could beat. The Bengals, right? Sure. The Texans twice. There's yeah. three. We'll talk I about think, the Texans here in a second. I think that the Colts and the Titans, they could win one of those four games. So there's four. I think they could beat the Cardinals. They could beat the Broncos. They could beat the Patriots. They could beat the Jets. And they could beat the Falcons. So there is maybe nine winnable games. I don't think they'll win all of those no. games. But that tells me it's over. I think they can get to seven. I think that's the number if it's six and a half. I'm going to say over based on what Trevor Lawrence at the quarterback position can do. They've been, they've been like sneakily upgrading their offense over the last couple of years as all of their defensive players have left. Yes. So that's going to help Trevor Lawrence. I'm going seven, so I'm going over. Yeah, uh, we both like the seven and ten prediction uh, from the Jags uh, in their over-under. So again, we're going through BetMGM's over-under for the AFC South team. So we've talked a lot. We, Zach, we've had like 37 minutes of Jags talk. Uh, here on this show, which I thought has been very interesting. But We've hey, maintained a really good audience, yeah, too. Yeah, you guys have been very involved. So let's give you what you want, and let's go to the Titans over-under. So the Betham GM has set the Titans over-under at 9.5. Remember, it's 17-game season. So 9.5 for the Titans, over-under 9.5 wins for the Titans in 2021. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, the professional landlord's in the Nashville area, renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, uh, whether it's upgrading uh, from what you're renting right now or downsizing, better location uh, for you and your family, create extra cash flows for you and your family by renting out your property instead of selling it. Selling it, one-time transaction, it's over. You might be right for you, but renting out your property is a great way to earn long-term equity and long-term wealth with the cash flow machine that Renters Warehouse can set up for you at renterswarehouse.com. It is eSports. Download the BetMGM app today. They are the title sponsor, but make sure you use that promo code ATOZ Sports for great risk-free bets and then promotions after that. That is BetMGM promo code A to Z Sports. All right, so over or under nine and a half wins for the Tennessee Titans in 2021 set by our guys over at Bet MGM. Jabu says that's easy over, 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 
Uh, Titans going nine and eight seems accurate from Alex. Keelan says 11. Lane over. Rashid over. Jabu over. Uh, Dean says uh, they're all winnable, but I see under nine and eight. Josh Maples, 12 and five with an over. 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 At least 10. Hugh says 10 and seven. Louie, 10 and seven. Over. 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 Depends on who uh, they draft, but a lot of people are definitely saying over is the majority. You know, you got Puka who's couching this until after the draft, which I understand that, but that's not the game we're playing today. Sheila says 13 and four. That's high. Over. But a 13 lot of and four over. sounds so weird. It does. 13 and four makes no sense to my brain. It makes no sense. There's no, no way. Like a team does cannot go 13 and four. <laughs> well, hold my tea. Now I do. You know what? Actually, I just thought of a different way. I thought of a way to make the records sound more normal. You ready? We are all familiar with the March Madness NCAA tournament bracket seating. Think about those matchups. 1-16, 13 plays a four, nine plays an eight, right? There's 16 seeds. So if you think about a 12-5 matchup. But it's backwards. 12. That's the problem. I, I'm, I'm not dyslexic. I'm just saying. Because like, you, like, you don't say 16 versus one. You right. say one versus a 16. And nobody saying, goes like, one that's, and 16. But, but if it's, oh, it's like a 13 over a four. I'm just saying there's a way to normalize that weird math. If you think about it in the the opening round of the NCAA tournament matchup seedings. That's tough. Uh, I, you know, I, it's a 14 over a three. I, I, I Three or three, 14. Like, I think it makes sense because it goes both ways. So my answer is I'm with the the chat. The Titans are a playoff team. And I don't think you're going to be a playoff team in the AFC if you only win nine games. I just don't think so. So I, I and that's my justification. I just yeah. think that the Titans are a playoff team. They may be a wild card team this year. They may be the divisional winner. But the AFC, they got too many teams that are good, right? The Bills, the Chiefs, Chiefs are the best team in the league. They're they're better than the Buccaneers, even though the Buccaneers beat them. And that you've got the Ravens. You've got now the Texans will not be as good, right? I mean they they're they're down because of their whole deal. But you got teams like the Broncos and the Raiders that could get better, right? Very rapidly. You got the Dolphins. You got the damn Jets. I don't even know what the Jets Jets will steal some games this year. You got the Colts that are vastly improved. The Titans are a playoff team, so that's my justification. I'm not even going to go through their opponents. I think that they're a, at least a 10-win team. Well, I'm going to go through their opponents because I, I do think it's legit, right? Because who do they play on the road? They play the Rams, the Patriots, the and the Seahawks on the road out of the division. Then at home, they get the Bills, the Dolphins, the Cardinals and the Niners at home. That's not like an easy game. That's not easy. Like the Cardinals can be dangerous or they could suck. The San Francisco 49ers, depending on where it is in the schedule, right? Like if you catch, I would rather play the Niners in September than November or anywhere else, any other month. Like you want the Niners in the first four weeks of the season because we don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be, and they're probably going to get better overall. So, Zach, I'm, at some point, the Titans will drop off. They got really lucky with all the injuries they had last year, their defense being so bad, but their offense being so explosive to win 11-5. and five. They got a lot of breaks last year. 
I don't know if they can do that again. If I'm well, betting they started this, five and zero, you for, we forget right. about they, that. they started five and zero, and then what happened? The injury bug hit. Lawan goes out. Other injuries start to happen, and they played like basically five hundred football the rest of the year after that five and zero start. That's what they went six and five after the five and zero start. So Zach, if I were to actually bet this number today at BetMGM, I'd go under. Based on their schedule. Based on their schedule, uh, yeah, because the Saints are the seventeenth game. The Saints don't have Drew Brees, but the Saints are still a good roster. Like the Saints can still. The Saints beat are going to struggle. They, they will struggle, but they can still beat you on any given Sunday. So I say the under is where I would actually make the bet. I think it's a playoff team. I'm going over. And let's see. Uh, yeah, it's pretty even. Like. The, there's the odds are very even. I think they're both like minus one ten. So there's no like easy favorite if it's over or under. But I'm going. I'm going under. All right, let's go to the Colts because the Colts no longer do they have Philip Rivers. They've replaced him with Carson Wentz, but they have a good roster. You talk about the Saints. I look at them kind of in the same situation. Is their quarter? They're a quarterback away. A really good quarterback from being a dominant top tier team in their conference, but. There's question marks about Carson Wentz, understandably so. Yeah, so the Colts over-under is set at 10. So there is push available for this. So over or under 10 wins for the Indianapolis Colts. But Zach, first tell us about Calvin and Suttle. Calvin and Suttle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. We feature these every single day on the show. Uh, Let's see here. A little Angelo on a Monday morning. That's what we're going to pick out. Angelo, this is a lighter shade of hardwood. If you're watching on the show, you can see it. This, we talk about making that kitchen pop. Pop. This, Angelo, would make this thing pop. Call them today, 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. They've got not only the Angelo, they've got a ton of different selection. Once you pick out your perfect hardwood for one to two weeks, They order the material and install. That's a quick turnaround. They service all over Middle Tennessee. CalvinAndSoto.com, 615-448-6414. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Do it. BetMGM, use the promo code ATOZSports. I've already looked at the NBA slate today. I think there's some pretty good parlay options. Uh, And I've got one more NBA parlay boost that I'm going to use tonight. So uh, NBA parlay, innovative parlay, one-game parlay, a lot of fun features for the BetMGM app. Download the app using our code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's only at the BetMGM app. Download it today. Use that code ATOZ Sports. So, Zach, the uh, number for the Colts, 10, over or under. Zach, I'll send you the comment section. So this is pretty interesting because, you know, a lot of people believe kind of what you think, and that is Wentz will flop, like Brandon says. Uh, Polly D, Wentz Wentz will struggle. Uh, Gregory's going under. Uh, Let's see. uh, Shalai says, Wentz healthy 10 and 7, Wentz being Wentz on on the bench 7 and 10. So that's uh, a little one. Ed says, Wentz is a broken man. That's hard to fix. Under coming in from Nate, under from Dean, under from Ronnie, under from Brent. I think this is a combination of Titans fans picking Colts wins, but also Titans fans understanding and doubting Carson Wentz. So the majority of the chat is saying under, 
I know what you feel about Carson Wentz. What are you going to say? Well, I'm, I'm because I pulled up the opponents for the Titans. I have to pull up the opponents uh, for the Colts. So the Colts have to go. You didn't do this for the Jags, though. Well, because the Jags was more of a. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> the Jags was a different conversation. Like once, you, if you're talking about six and a half compared to well, nine and a half, why is it a different conversation? It's the same. Because you're they're a lower the team. Like I, the, the Jags are like <laughs> are more about them upgrading overall. Like. They are going to improve more than any other team in the AFC South because they're just going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Like that's more of a difference than any. Than the Would Titans you want to know their, the, who they're playing? I mean, I can figure it out real quick. But let, let, no, I role, went through it. Austin, what I'm saying is, you didn't go through it. I went through the the schedule, and then now you're going through all of them. I just find that we're, funny. We're getting to the nitty gritty of like, are you making the playoffs or not? And so, if you're still a bad team, but you're talking about like six or seven wins and it's different so to me. So the Colts have to go to Arizona, to Baltimore, to Buffalo. That's not easy. Uh, so then they got uh, they go to Miami and to San Francisco outside of the division. So the Colts also have a very difficult division or uh, outside schedule. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards the under the 10. I think the Colts are likely to push, but I think it's more likely that, that the division has two uh, nine win teams uh, at near the top. I, I like the Titans and the Colts to both be around that nine win number. So under for both. Yeah, I think this is more likely a push because I think for seven games that uh, Carson Wentz will be Carson Wentz. He'll throw picks. He'll fumble the football. He'll play erratically and try to, to do too much. That, that's what, now that we've watched Carson Wentz enough in the NFL, that's his mo. Is right. he tries too hard? Like, dude, just kind of let the game come to you instead of trying to push, 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 and that gets him in trouble. Uh, I think this is uh, speaking of push. I I think that they win ten games. So that's oh. kind of where my head is. Uh, if you had a gun to my head, I, I'd probably go under because uh, I don't know. Uh, Carson Wentz is better. The under is the favorite. The under is minus 125, just to let you know. Okay. Uh, then I, I'll I'll trust Vegas. I think it's a push, though. I think they're a 10-win team. Yeah, I, I agree. And I mentioned their road games are tough. Uh, Arizona, Baltimore, Buffalo, um, and then Miami and San Francisco. That, that's they're out well-coached, the and they have a good roster. Like, that's my yeah. struggle. They also, uh, the Titans are well-coached, but they have a one-sided roster. At home, the Colts the, have a good roster. They do. At home, the Colts play the Patriots, who I think will be improved because they just COVID opt-outs are coming back, right? You forget about all the guys who opted out last year from the Patriots. They also have the Rams and the Seahawks and the Raiders at home. So the Colts and the Titans have very difficult schedules because when you're a playoff team and you finish first or second in your division, you have a more difficult schedule the next year because you play the other first or second place teams across the NFL. So that's kind of how it's set up. So now let's get to the uh, lowly Texans. The lowly Texans are dead last in this. So uh, somebody asked me, am I going to bring up the Texans opponents? I, maybe I can just to, <laughs> just to have a fun set. Like the Titan Up podcast likes to do the laugh at the Texans segment. Maybe I'll bring up the Texans opponents just so we can laugh. But the over-under at Ben MGM for the Texans, four and a half, Zach. I think they win four games. I go under. I think this is a disastrous season. I, they could win two. Or they're that bad. Because Deshaun Watson is not going to play to start the year. You don't think and so? I, I think he's trending to not play all year. I think 
there's been just too much come out of that situation for the NFL to allow him to play. I think what will happen is, and I don't know when the court dates and all that stuff are, but I think that the NFL will suspend him indefinitely until that is figured out before they allow him to play football. This is not going to be a Kobe Bryant be able to you know go to court, fly home, play in, in a Laker game, and then go back and try to prove your incident uh, innocence of rape. It's just not. We're in a different time and a different place. So without Deshaun Watson, who do they have now? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Hard pass. I go under here. I actually think this is a good bet. You go under. I have a. I have an overall. I don't know why I did this. I did this for the Major League Baseball before the season. I have the under on the Orioles win-loss total this year and the over on the, the Twins. I got like about two, 300 bucks stacked up in these. So weird. But, but I'm, you know, I'm going against, because I think the Orioles, the Orioles suck. The Texans are the same way. I feel the same way about the Baltimore Orioles playing baseball as I do about the Houston Texans playing football this year. Keelan, who looks like a clown today, who I will look like a clown on Thursday, said, what is the Texas first-round position? They don't have a first-round pick. <laughs> they don't have a second-round pick this year. So the Texans are in tough shape. So let's just look at the Texans' opponents and find see if we can find five wins, okay? At Arizona. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I still, the Cardinals are better. The Cardinals are better. You're not going through all 17 like this. You're just no, no. The the card. I'm just going through the the toss ups, right? The the Cardinals are a game where Kyler Murray could account for 500 yards and five touchdowns because the Texans' defense is so bad. Bills lost. Browns lost. Those are on the road. Homer's the Colts probably a loss. Jags toss up. You know we'll figure. Just go through toss ups. I don't care about them playing the Bills. They're not going to win. The Jets maybe right. There's Uh, so there's two. Um. Then you got the Panthers. Yeah, it's a toss-up. The Jags twice, so we have to count them twice. So they're to- they have like five toss-ups. That's why they're four and a half. Vegas knows that. I still go Chargers. under. I, absolutely. If they have five toss-up games, the, the Texans are losing two of those. <laughs> so I think, or at least one of them. I mean, I, I absolutely say under. I think they're a, I think they're a three and 14 seat team this year. And then they'll draft. Nobody. Because they don't have their pick next year. They don't. Oh, I don't they think traded so. both. Now we got to look this yeah, up. Yeah, now we got to look it up. 2021 Texans draft picks. Future draft pick status. I don't want 2021. Oh, here we go. Uh, they do have a first round in 2022. Ah, uh, son of a. That's not fun. I was hoping they'd. They, I'm thinking, I'm getting the Rams and the Texans who just trade away all their picks. But you know, so what? What will happen if Deshaun Watson ends up, I don't know, going to jail or something? They'll draft their new quarterback next year. And we don't have no idea who that is right now. Who's Sam Alabama's? Howell? Alabama's next quarterback. Now he, he's just a sophomore. Oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> Bryce Young. Young. And then uh, uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, right? I don't know. We'll cross that bridge next year. Yeah. All right, Zach, let's get to bad sales job here on the show. Bad Jared Carantano. Oh, man. Bad sales job here on the show. 
but first to end this uh, Monday, but first let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Head to the Bone and Joint Institute whenever that injury happens in life. If You never know when it's going to happen. You have to know where to go when it does, though. Boneandjointtn.org. Check them out, boneandjointtn.org. All right, bad sales job, Austin. Have you figured out your bad sales job in the uh, 54 minutes of the show? Nope. All right. Well, uh, I have my bad sales job for you. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Bring it on. All right, Austin. You have got to convince up or convince us, everybody, why and how. You can beat the crap out of Aaron Donald in a barehanded fist fight. Okay. No weapons, mano a mano, you versus Aaron Donald. <laughs> I got to get a win. Nate Nate says why supplements are bad. Looks like Nate missed last week's bad sales job segment. <clears throat> you right. versus Aaron Donald. Let me get the clock ready. Oh, geez, this is not easy. Let me know when the clock's ready. Clock is ready. Barehanded fist fight. The reason why I would beat Aaron Donald in a barehanded fist fight is because of pure endurance. The only thing, the only thing I have going for me is to be able to stay away for as long as possible. Because thank God Zach did not say in a ring or in an octagon or in a confined space. Because now I've got the ability to run around for as long as I can, dip, dive, duck, and dodge as much as I can to completely avoid Aaron Donald. I mean, there's nothing I can do for this. This is just like an absolute lose. So Austin can outrun Aaron Donald. That was the approach. Well, what else? Well, what's my approach then? That's the point. Like, it's impossible. I needed a win. I, I, I could have I done a cop out and said, because Aaron Donald would never fight me because he was trying to help that man on the ground and not try to beat him up. But that's, that's not playing the game right. Right. So Fair. I couldn't do that. Oh man. Yeah, I, I thought Ron's of that right. this morning. Zach set me up for a loss. Like there's nothing I can do. Like I know, I know I can't outrun Aaron Donald. Like I know he's, he's, that's the problem. He's everything. He's fast, strong, explosive, quick. Bendy, all this stuff. I lost two straight. I, I wasn't gonna fool myself last week. I didn't do a very good job. That was my that was my fault. You won because of my my situation. This Stacey week, I says could, I can keep running to wear him down. No, he's gonna catch me before that happens because he's yeah, faster it, than I am. It, 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 this was a very difficult. Yeah. One. I, at, for, at one point, I was like, maybe I make myself as big as I can to to <laughs> like like a your fight because I was thinking, what are ways you can avoid a bear fight in the woods and just make yourself as big as you can? But Aaron Donald's not a bear. But the, <laughs> so, and the hard part is is the the sell is that you can beat him, right? It's not that you can just outlast. 
It's that you beat him up. Yeah, it's like uh, I could have done it like we're. But the problem is, I thought about in Super Mario when Wario is the boss, or no, Bowser's the boss, and you're on that spinning plate of fire, and you just basically have to sprint around uh, Bowser before he gets like, you know, dizzy, and then that's how you beat him. But a lot of people don't understand that because they probably didn't have an N64 because they're too uh, young. I've played that recently with right. my oh. nephew. <laughs> well, there you go. So, but that's, I thought about that, but that's not the way to go. But anyway, it was a total loss. So here's what I got. And, and it, it was helped by the commenter earlier in the show that was not trying to help me with bad sales job, but the comment tipped me off to something. Zach, you have to sell me on why. At his new school, Washington State, Jarrett Garantano will lead the Cougs to a college football playoff appearance this upcoming fall. Why Jarrett Garantano with his new team, Washington State, can lead them to a college football playoff okay. appearance yeah. this fall. I'm ready me, when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> First and foremost, he's no longer in a bad situation, right? Like, he was in a terrible spot with Jeremy Pruitt cheating. The whole thing was a mess. Now he's going to the Pac-12, which is a winnable conference. It's wide open. Nobody's dominating. He's going to be wide open on offense. He's got to he get – he can throw. He can get rid of the ball quick, and he will rise the ranks of the Pac-12, win the Pac-12, get to the college football playoff, and then lose in the semi-round, the semifinals of the college football. But – he will change the Don, game because he'll be in a better spot. Yeah, no, no, no. You always keep going. Like, you always try to, like, pencil down, Zach. Come on. Like, your time was up. So, I mean, Zach won that one because mine was so impossible. But I don't think you did a good job. Like, you said Jared Garantano can get rid of the ball quick. He never has been able to get rid of the ball quickly. But that's what the offense would do. That's That was the point. That's not what you said. I, again... You went, um, you did, you won the round, but I don't think you did a very good job. Yeah, I, I know. Again, I, I knew I was going to win. I you knew, knew you, Austin, Austin, I knew I was going to win this today. The moment, basically, I got out of the shower and I thought of this this morning. I knew that second that the idea, you know, I have light bulbs sometimes, that I knew I was going to win because oh, it's you, you it's came out of halftime, out of the locker room at halftime with a 40 to nothing lead. I mean, that's exactly, you didn't have to do a good job in the second half. You basically won. That's what it was. So, congratulations. We are now nine, nine and one. Is that right? Yep. Or so that's uh, 19 games in a season. So, nine, nine and one is our bad sales job record. So, great Monday show. <laughs> Rob and uh, G-Man, uh, Zach's thinking of Aaron Donald while in the shower. When I got out of the shower, if you actually heard me, because that's, that's when it happened. Zach, Zach, you should know, like Trevor Lawrence, people will always spin your words against you. Yeah, but I, I don't care. <laughs> so well, you if just I did, did, because you just tried to follow up and clarify. If you didn't care, you wouldn't have clarified. You were laughed at it. Well, they said I said something that oh, I didn't say. Oh, 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 so you're clarifying your statement. No, I said, no. That's what you're doing. No, Trevor Lawrence that, actually said clear. those. I literally said what I said. No, it's like me so saying, if you no, didn't no, here's care, the you would have laughed and we would have ended the show already. But here's the difference. Care. No, I, I they misheard <laughs> what I actually said. 
that oh, it wasn't a quote. It's completely different, Austin. You're actually uh, no, wrong. No, no, you're you're triggered by this because somebody spun no, your words. You were just you. completely exactly incorrect. Right. No, you're incorrect. No. See, you felt the need to clarify. That's the problem. You did care. You if you didn't care, you would laugh at it because it was funny, and then you would have into the show. But in the well, SI situation, they did not change the words. Oh, but they no, yeah, they they spun, they took out no, like they didn't yep. change them. These uh, these two individuals. By the time in the I chat, got out of the shower, see Zach, I, I proved I was right that you do care. Because if you didn't care, you would have laughed, and we would have said, "Ha ha ha, funny joke." See you guys later. No, they were incorrect. Right. So now you had to clarify. It wasn't a clarification. They were just dead ass wrong. You you because you care. There's a difference between being dead ass wrong and spinning words. Yeah, yeah. You care. You care. We know you care. Everybody knows. We all know. You don't have to convince us. We already know. I'm gonna. I'm now. I'm gonna write an article about it later. And, and exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to Zach's TED Talk. All right. We'll see you guys later on. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday morning. A lot of stuff going out there. Big Orange podcast out from Zach and Charlie. Not this Zach, but Zach Reagan. Uh, more podcasts coming out throughout the week. The A to Z Sports Podcast Network and Buck Rising A to Z Sports Primetime later tonight. Catch you guys later. Adios.